0: edition of Community Voices on PRP today. It's because of the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, and what a beautiful day it is. We thought it was just the right time to talk about women marching in Washington, D.C. and in Portland. And we have a special guest with us, Margaret Jacobson, who is no stranger to difficult conversations. She's a writer, (laughs) photographer, activist, the organizer of the Portland Women's March, and around both the march in Washington, D.C. and related Mm -hmm. sister marches and here in Portland, Mm -hmm. issues of race have come up. How surprised were you about that? I wasn't surprised. Not at all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think some people are genuinely surprised, but I was like, that makes sense. That has a place there. It's important that we talk about that. We have been kind of living in this idea, myself included, when I was growing up, that we were in a post-racial America You know, we had so much happen in the 60s and then led to the 70s and we kind of had this idea that people marched and there was no longer segregation (laughs) and everything was good. And then we just had our black president for eight years. And so I think that we were kind of under this impression that things are good, that we're living in harmony. There's unity. But I also realized that for people of color and other people who live in marginalized um, or or within marginalized communities, they have a different idea, especially if they've been around, say, for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, they'll tell you something completely different. Mm -hmm. And when we were having what felt like a rise in black murders, a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, why is this suddenly happening? But the thing was, it had always happened the stories had always been buried and were controlled. And so all of the stuff that's kind of been like bubbling to the surface for the last few years were things that were already there, but we kind of have chosen to be ignorant to them. And because of that, I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to start talking about this now. We have to start getting uncomfortable. And it's always been a thing. We're talking about races, causes discomfort. Sure, absolutely. And that kind of comes from a place of not understanding, not being educated around it. And being told to just not talk about it. Because right. it's it's rude. It's not polite.
0: Well, it seemed like kind of a disaster, actually, a few days ago <laughs> when the NAACP yes. withdrew its endorsement mm-hmm. of the Portland March, yes. specifically. And yet, now it's turning out to be kind of a blessing, Yeah, in a way.
1: We knew that they were pulling out before everyone else knew. It was kind of part of the conversation. And while I was being handed the planning of it, I... Reached out to Joanne, who is the president of our chapter here. Joanne Hardesty, huh? And I, you know, I really wish that she was, you know, could come and like speak because I think that she's so powerful and she's someone that I look up to and she's a role model for me. But I also wanted to honor what was happening because it's a really big deal and it's something that our city needs to see. That if you're going to exclude people, they're not going to come and like pander to that, they're not going to just show up. And kind of hold your hand through things. Like if you're going to deny them a place at the table, why should they have to show up? And so we had a quick exchange, and we're going to meet up after the march just to like catch up and just sit and talk outside of that realm. Yep. Yeah. But I really honor that like choice. Well, and it seems like people are talking much more about
0: yeah. the issue around yeah, race great. because they're they're not <laughs> they going to change their minds yes. about that endorsement. Yeah. I referenced that you are a facilitator of racial mm-hmm. discussions. And so I want to just give people an opportunity to get involved in that before we move oh, on yeah. to the market yeah. itself. Your meetups are called Let's Talk, mm-hmm. right? Let's Talk mm-hmm. PDX. And yes. uh, people can find out about that on they Facebook. They can
1: find it on Facebook. It's just, uh, you can just search on Facebook, Let's Talk PDX. And then you'll be added to like a group. And we kind of have discussions there. And that's where you find out about when we meet. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I definitely warn everyone it is very uncomfortable in the beginning, but you also feel like Lee feeling very stretched (laughs) and ready to be active and address like the, like your own, like racism that's kind of internalized that we all kind of carry and Mm -hmm. have. And especially in Portland too. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) We'll, We'll touch more on that in just a second, but what motivated
0: you to begin those uncomfortable conversations?
1: I was getting tired of trying to express what it felt like to be afraid for my life and afraid for other people's lives and sharing that with you know a lot of white folks in Portland and having them kind of shut that down and trying to express this you know on my own personal Facebook and, and people making excuses why um, folks were being shot by cops and things that I felt like maybe if you were sitting across from me you wouldn't be okay saying that because you could hear my tone and you could watch my body language and I realized that Sometimes when we're interacting on the internet, we lose humanity And we focus on these facts and we focus on just our personal feelings and we forget that we're interacting with another human Who has their own oppression and so I was like can we take it off the internet? Can we talk together and so in these spaces? It's a um, person of color prioritized space and You know if you are like a cis white person, it's usually like give up your seat to a person of color, to someone who's trans, to someone who's queer, who has mostly had to live oppressed because you're here to learn from them, uh, and yeah, it's just it's it's grown, especially since the election, and that's been really awesome. Are you asking us to check our privilege? Yep, <laughs> every day, <laughs> all day. By any chance, I also need to check all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the article, though, today in the Portland Observer says that your group, Let's Talk, is really taking off. You have several hundred people meeting in mm-hmm. Portland alone. Yes. And I understand there are chapters. Yeah, we're rolling
1: up- out That's other right. chapters. like 14 other cities. And I'm creating a handbook for that right now because my partner is an activist, like a environmental activist, and his way of activism is so different. They do a lot of direct action. You know, they stand on... Um, or they stand in front of like oil trains and they disrupt traffic and they march. Or and I think those from bridges. Yeah, and I think that's really important, you know. But for me, I also see there's a missing link in teaching people. And I am just a naturally like, I like educating. I find that to be really important. So I wanted to, I was like, I need to stand in that gap because that seems to be a missing link. And if we're just pushing things on people without them having a context, it's going to be really hard for them to join us, you know, in whatever revolution that might happen.
0: I'll tweet out a link to that uh, Observer article today. That was a great article by Krista McIntyre. Yes. Very nice. Okay. Turning to the Women's Marches. Yes. Are you able to share with us how you came to be the uh, organizer? (laughs) Oh,
1: my goodness. My understanding of, like, the timeline, because it was kind of a a crazy timeline – And one of our national representatives was getting emails from people here being like, you know, we're trying to interact on the Women's March on Portland group page, but our comments are being deleted, not responded to, we're being blocked. Is there something you can do? And she was like, oh, I'll just talk to the organizers. And I think there was just a bit of conflict there where when she reached in and was like, you got to open up this forum for people to be able to talk about like race, to talk about gender and sex. You have to give them that chance if we're marching for all women. And there was just a lot of pushback on that. And then groups started calling and being like, we don't think we're gonna support this march because people are feeling left out. And I was then asked to be in the counter group. Because of my writing I did and they were like, post your articles, post whatever you want. We want you to challenge people. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is my favorite thing in the world. (laughs)
0: It's your favorite
1: thing. (laughs) I'll do it. I will say anything. And then they, I was also a part of like a thread where they were actually talking. They're like, what do we do? Do we have our own march on the same day? That's more inclusive. And I was like, no, we got to just tell... Those people have to include everyone. We don't just make our own march. So then I... Um, posted something to my Facebook <laughs> just very like I don't know how we can support something that says it's for all of us it silences like half of us, a good majority of us and when you say silence you are
0: referring to as Willamette Week reported people being told not to mm-hmm. carry Black Lives
1: Matter signs yeah. and so people weren't so supposed to be political and not political on the pages that was shut down, there was kind of um, I keep saying it was curated to have this idea of like, we're all one. Solidarity, (laughs) right? Yeah, and keep it really simple. And then I posted it and then it made rounds and then I think there was a GoFundMe where they were trying to raise $60,000 and this was during one of our snowstorms. So there were a lot of homeless people. So people were really upset about that and they were like, if you were going to raise all this money you need to be giving it to homeless folk. And so it just like erupted one night And then I was just contacted where it was like, if we can bring you in to help, would you be willing to do that? And I said, sure, that sounds great. And then essentially it was like, okay, you're going to just take over and you're going to be the lead organizer. And I was like, great, 14 (laughs) days sounds like enough time to straighten some of the things out. And then, you know, it was a Friday night when it was like official. And so we had the weekend and we were feeling really great about it. And then Monday... We had to, like, call all of these people and check in. It became more real. And then they put out an article about the NAACP. So then we were being kind of attacked for that. And I was like, you have to read the article fully. We took over after the fact. but Well, let's talk
0: for a minute about what you need
1: in mm-hmm. the way
0: of volunteers.
1: Do you still need volunteers? Yes, we always need volunteers. Uh-huh. Uh, so we are going to be there between 7 and probably 7. Just getting stuff situated, you know, we are worried about rain. And so we're like, okay, how do we rent all of the things that we need? And there have been some people who have been really generous and awesome with just donating time. Like you, thank you for donating time. She's gesturing to our board member, (laughs) Deb Hartman, who uh, has been pretty inspired by this event. Well, thank you. And Everyone's donating what they can. And I think that that is the most beautiful thing about this March so far, which I hope we highlight on Saturdays, all of the hard work behind the scenes. And how do people either donate or sign up to, so to help out? So you can connect with us. We have an email address, which will get your questions answered extremely quickly, which is just wmwpdx at gmail.com or you can go on Facebook and connect with us there. It's Women's March on Portland. So WMW as in Women Women March March, Washington, Washington PDX, PDX, because we're the sister
0: march. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious, you know, given Portland's whiteness, uh, overwhelming whiteness, and a racist past, Mm -hmm. uh, what promise do you see in these conversations that are, are arising as a result of the march?
1: I feel really hopeful that more people are taking what they're learning and then bringing those conversations into their spaces that they normally occupy. And I think too with just the march and with how it will go and who we have working on it, I think it shows a side of Portland that we don't think exists or can exist, but it definitely can. And I'm really excited for everyone to just see like, And hear the words of those who are like speaking. You know, we're telling people you can bring your political signs. You're marching for something. Yes, we're marching because we identify in a way like for some people, you know, as women, as uh, some people don't use the term women, they're non binary, but it still affects them in the same way that it would affect someone who identifies as a woman. And there are people who are trans women. And we're all marching for our own rights. And there's nothing wrong with it being complicated or complex. It doesn't have to be simmered down so that we're all the same. That's so unnecessary. And it kind of denies people of their identity by doing that. And so I'm hoping that this march will create this new platform and to remind people like this is actually what our country looks like. It doesn't look like the white that Portland boasts about being. It looks like all of these like black and brown faces. This is, this is my reality. And I'm ready for Portland to embrace that as opposed to running away or trying to downplay it. How can we going forward
0: mm-hmm. though, take this moment mm-hmm. and make it into something that you describe as a platform?
1: So something that we've been talking about a lot in our group So for instance, tomorrow is a day on the group or in the group where only women of color and those who have been very oppressed because of how they identify, they have the floor and they lead. And it's this idea of realizing that, oh, am I always leading? And are am I expecting people to always be following? Am I under this impression that I'm blazing this path when they too could blaze a path? And I'm hoping that it will make people check their privilege more often. I'm thinking that this will help people be aware of their surroundings and be like, wow, this space is so full of just white faces. How do we bring in more people of color? And in planning, why is everyone in this planning meeting white? And it needs to be more than having a list of, we should have one person that looks like this and one person that identifies this way. If you can have five you know, white folks speaking And then you just wanna add a little diversity. I don't understand why it can't be the opposite where there's only one white person or maybe none. And it's all all of these other voices because these are voices we don't get to hear. And so my thing has been, I'm challenging as hard as I can in the group. And a lot of people are angry and upset and uncomfortable and frustrated that everything that they've known about feminism and about sisterhood has kind of been shaken up I just want them to know that like that doesn't intimidate me or any other person of color because we've gotten to a point where like we will no longer be silent. And I want Portland to know that it's very important for our city. I love this city and I love the people working in it and I love all my friends and I feel like it could be better. And I feel like we are going to make it better.
0: I think you're doing your part. And a couple of us board members at Portland Radio Project were inspired to start a whole new podcast series Ooh. called Portland Women Listen. Yay! And that was Deb Hartman's inspiration. Yay, Yay Deb. Thank you, Deb. <laughs> but you noticed that we're both white. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we're going to need a little help. Great. <laughs> we can
1: help you. Are you in? I'm in. <laughs>
0: Okay, Margaret Jacobson, organizer for the Women's March on Washington PDX coming Mm -hmm. up this Saturday. Great to meet you and uh, to hear your views, and we'll look forward to Saturday. See you there.